0: Going on, GDANSAC. Kendall Cox, what's happening? What up, everybody? 23.01256. Alexi Barouche McNasty, what's happening? What's happening? Let's see what we got here. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. As you know, It's another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show, episode 116. I'm your host, 12-year pro, MLS Cup champion, MLS Comeback Player of the Year, UC Davis Hall of Fame member, Black Players for Change founder, and MSL coach, Quincy Maraqua. For those of you who might be asking yourself, what is the MSL that the MSL Legion out here over on uh, on Instagram Live, they know what it is. But that's what we're here to break down and discuss every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, live here on the Perfect Soccer Instagram and Zoom accounts. Uh, the Mental Strength League, aka I am in your head. Drop the "I'm in your head" emojis down in the in the comment section here below if you are down in the MSL. And for those of you who are just now tuning into this hashtag frequency. It's a game of mental 40 chess one where you're either aware and an active participant or you're a pawn in the game steady getting played why should you know what the msl is well i'm gonna tell you it is the mindset you need to accomplish your goals and you need this mindset so you can learn how to learn so you can know how and when you're stopping yourself from achieving your own goals and what to do about it and the msl mindset happens the moment you decide to take personal responsibility for where you are even if it isn't your fault and put forth a plan to learn what you need to to continue forward so if you are ready for today's episode and today's guest of honor drop that "mind in your head emoji spam that heart button over here on instagram and welcome the man of the hour Rashawn. what's going on brother how are you how are you doing
1: i'm doing good bro how are you
0: i'm well man uh so for those who are just kind of learning a little bit about you or don't know anything about you, please describe us to the audience. How do you like to be introduced? Are you a, are you, you're a pro player? You're a philanthropist? You, you're an entrepreneur? Like how, how do you want to introduce yourself to the audience and to the world?
1: Right, so firstly, I'm Rashawn Dali, and I was born in Jamaica um, I grew up there until I was around eight years old when I first moved over to America. And that's when I began playing soccer and, you know, playing in the team environment and everything like that. And um, yes, yeah, so I spent the second half of my childhood in Connecticut and where I went to high school and then college in Connecticut as well, where I was a public relations major. And, of course, played soccer and was drafted by FC Cincinnati in the 2019 draft. And, yeah, that's me here, you know, Rashawn Daly.
0: I love that, bro. Okay. No, that's awesome. I'm seeing people dropping some flame emojis over here on on Instagram. Nasty dropped an I'm-in-your-head soccer ball emoji. It looks like everybody's excited to learn a lot more about you, your story, and – as you know, I like to discuss here your mentality, and um, you and I. So I'll, I guess I'll give a little bit of context as to where where we met. Right, we met last year um, while at Las Vegas Lights. So you were on loan from FC Cincinnati, right? Or actually, you were on loan with Memphis. Uh,
1: no, I was on loan from FC Cincinnati.
0: From FC Cincinnati. Yeah. Got it. So uh, so Rashan was on loan from FC Cincinnati with Las Vegas Lights. That's where I'd signed um, towards the end of the season last year. We got linked up and obviously we're teammates and I saw a lot of potential and, and talent in Rashawn. And, but most importantly, the potential and talent I saw was his, his mentality and focus on the game and wanting to get better. And you guys, you guys, everybody knows that that resonates with me. And um, I think we, we struck up a a friendship and, uh and, and yeah, spent a lot of time in the short time that we were there together in Las Vegas. I feel like we we got a lot of quality time in and uh, and accomplished a lot. So, what was um, kind of what was that experience for you? And and yeah, what what kind of was that experience for you? Where were you at mentally at that point in time? And like, how do you how do you kind of see our time our time together?
1: Um, for me, Vegas, it was a good experience overall, you know, of course, there was a lot of things that was different that we were just constantly adapting to with all the COVID protocols going on and just like getting used to the new norm. But, you know, one thing that stayed constant was just trying to find a way to get better and not just as football, but just as a person um, on and off the field type of thing so while i was in vegas my mentality during that time was you know like i was being forced to adapt in new ways that i wasn't forced to before with COVID and everything going on but with that going on i had to keep my focus on football and still trying to get better and keeping my goals in sight with football during those times
0: got it no i love I love that. Uh, George, what's going on? Welcome to the live IC156796. I uh, joined in Fernandinho, dropped the I'm in your head emojis and said, what's up? If you guys have any specific questions for Rashawn, make sure you guys are dropping them in the, in the, in the chat box. If not, you know what it is. We will go on this MSL journey, which I'm excited I'm excited for. Um, Rashawn, you, you, you touched on at that point in time, it was a new experience getting used to having so many new experiences thrown at you at one time, right? So, right? so it would be the challenge of one. So maybe I'll set a little bit of context and you let me know what's right and what's wrong about it. So we can kind of wrap um, from that perspective because you, you've recently accomplished like your goal, getting to the MLS level, signing a prof- your first professional contract, um, getting drafted right on your birthday, Yeah. And it's almost like, hey, I've made it. I'm here. I've arrived. Right. And in a short duration of time relative to how much time you've been playing the game that you love over life. Right. Right. You're uh, loaned down to a lower level, all in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of new covid protocols. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's new experiences you gain at the pro level that You understand there's a lot more work to be done to stay at that level, maintain your level. And you're figuring out where and how to refocus, what to focus on, what to ignore, right? As well as get better every day, which is what you had had mentioned. And a lot of stuff that we talk about here on the platform and have been talking about for a very long time is consistency over time, right? And knowing what is valuable information and where to dedicate your time and where you may go down the path and realize you wasted time or time could have been better spent right Um, Right. the quality of time that you're spending Um, that's a lot that's a that's a very that's a very uh, dynamic right environment physical and then the mental state and environment that you're also having to work through and and sort sort through and get realigned and focused cuz you know i can imagine focus on your craft is what got you to the pro level and now you're figuring out how to reorient and reposition yourself once you once you've gotten there right right so okay so so what what was it that you utilized to ground yourself in that moment so like uh consistency is key right when you said consistency to get better what do you feel was the thing that you could kind of rest your hat on even when times are rough times are difficult
1: right so you know first before I answered that when COVID first happened I was I was coming off of my rookie year off season so my first off season as a pro and that's coming off You know, like, this is my first time seeing what the league is about, seeing the things that I need to work on and knowing the things that I need to do. So I went into that offseason, dialed in, um, prepared and ready for the season. And then shortly after that, you know, this season is about to start. I was on, I then I went on loan to Vegas, literally the day when COVID happened. So the morning I arrived in the locker room in Vegas, COVID happened, and then Um, things got shut down which you know coming off of that off season I was ready and then all of a sudden football is gone and I don't know when it's going to start back up so I'm training on my own and eventually I go back to Connecticut where I was with my family because I wasn't allowed to go back into market in Cincinnati with COVID and everything so now I'm in a situation where you know my my Team that I'm signed to is in Cincinnati, and you know, there's going to be starting individual training soon and right up on top of everything while I'm at home in Connecticut. So, that was that in itself was a challenge and feeling like, Am I doing enough on my own to make sure I'm not falling behind the group type of thing? <clears throat> but in that situation right there, you know, as us kind of had to make the best of it. Like, I was in a privileged position, in a sense, to speak since that. You know, this was probably the time over my career where I'd be with my family for that long for the rest of my career, you know, where I had that time. So I just kind of looked at the positives from it and use my family as my backbone to just stay focused on football and put in the work and train and continue to get better. So that once the season does start, I'm coming out the best player that I can be. And then fast forward a couple months now, that's when the USL started back opening up. And I went down to Vegas in that summer. So for me, going into Vegas was, though there was a bunch of challenges, it was also like an extended off season of everything that I wanted to show during that spring and everything that I didn't get to show. So now I arrived in Vegas and it was like, all right, this is time I'm ready to show all of these things. But, you know, once you get there, everything isn't always perfect And how you see how it's supposed to be. Like I was saying, there's a bunch of stuff that we we all had to deal with, like adapting to with COVID and all of that while, you know, trying to. And this is this is the tricky thing for me, too, like you're when whenever you're in season for example right you're in a position where you're trying to improve on the things that you want to improve on for the bigger picture of your goals but at the same time you're trying to perform right now in this moment in this game because you know there's things on the line there's a result on the line tonight it's not just train and experiment and type of thing so that's always something that you have to like find a balance between and while I was in Vegas, it was just having that, that end goal in my mind and knowing why I'm doing everything that I'm doing that kept me focused during those times.
0: Love that. So you touched on okay, you touched on a lot of points, <clears throat> a lot of points there that the first of which, resetting and framing the context of my question is great, right? because you're seeing where I am, but you also see where you're at, right? Right, And making the point to say, okay, hey, well, before I answer that, I need to set context for actually what my, my experience was, where I was at and how I got there, mm. right? So that's setting better framework and foundation for the path you're on and almost, almost creates a path that others can follow. Which I which I think is really which is great. And it's really difficult to create that experience in a digital world, in a digital space, right? We're on, we're on Zoom right now, and we're on Instagram, and and you're describing a a, a physical experience um, that you're that you're you're participating in, but it all manifests from your mind about how you think, how you're processing, making decisions, and then how you're acting out in the world, right? And, and there's, there's subtlety that's lost in translation when we're communicating through these platforms. And I just want to highlight the fact that, uh, your recognition to your recognition and confidence to make sure that you're setting the framework for you is a very valuable point that I just, I just wanted to highlight because, um, I think that's, that's a, that's a trait that I find very valuable and I believe is, is very, um, it's kind of an indicator of long-term success, right? We, we talk about on this platform here, long-term winner's mindset. How do you, how do you develop uh, a mentality that's not only going to help you perform here on the day, like you mentioned, because that's important in professional sports, results are important. You need to win today, but you don't want to sacrifice winning today to lose tomorrow, the next day, and the day after that, right? But right. yep. what was great about what you had what you had shared was you said you were able to at least acknowledge and this is this is an important key that I really wanted to hammer home to everybody in terms of you can hold your ability to hold two three four ten ideas all simultaneously some that can contradict themselves in one moment and make a decision is the level of game you're you're playing right, right. and. And the fact that in the moment you could see in the physical world, I am in a, I'm not in a great situation or circumstance, COVID, right? Uh, The game that I love is taken away from me. But in that same moment, there's opportunity. I'm with my family. This is the amount of time that I'll be able to spend with them probably longer than any other duration in time in a a long, successful career, right? So you said, I'm looking at the positives in this, where most people are super focused in on here now, that- Mm. Not only do they lose out on the positive experience they could be having with their family and friends because they are in a privileged position, they're alive, they're here today, right? But they might also miss out on the the privilege of being a pro footballer because they were too focused in here on the moment. So I love that, I love that. And I wanna just take a moment to kind of like build around that because I think, I think that context is lost yeah. Lost. Kind of lost in the history of just time. Right. Because we, that that's a difficult experience to document, to talk about, to, to share and also be willing to, to uh, articulate with someone else. Right. So I, mm-hmm. oh, I love, I, yeah, man, I appreciate you. I, I I appreciate your approach. I appreciate your mentality. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it. I'm a huge fan of you. I think, um, I think, uh, the way you're analyzing yourself, and and in in analyzing your game over the long term, I think it's going to pay massive dividends. I think you know, like it, it compounds over time. I look at it like a investing, and um, yeah, bro, uh, I, I appreciate. I definitely appreciated, that.
1: I appreciate uh, appreciated that, that. for sure.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So. Um, so where how how would you like the conversation to go? What what are some things that you want to talk about? If anything, share, questions? Like what do you what do you want to wrap about?
1: Um you know, just just the mentality of one being a professional football player, professional soccer player, and you know my experiences on how I got there and how it has changed my perception and things like that so you know like I'm an open book I'm I'm willing to talk about whatever really you know like I'm an open book because for me the thing is like where I come from not a I I didn't like grow up playing in an academy where a bunch of players are being pushed out to be professional players and all of this you know so to be the one that from like, say my community and all my friends and teammates from the past that is playing pro now, like I don't take that for granted, but I also am aware that there were a lot of people in my life and just circumstances that put me into these positions to succeed. You know, like I couldn't do it by myself, just when I think about the bigger picture of everything like that. So any way that I can help someone else. um get what I've gotten and just like accomplishing their dreams, whether that's soccer or whatever it is they want to do. I'm always, you know, the first to step up and help with that.
0: Love that, brother. That's that teamwork equals dream work. Part of the, yeah. part of the MSL mentality, brother. I love that. Uh, you guys heard it, uh, right? If you got any specific questions, you got an open book here in Rashawn. So if yes, uh, Alexi, Alexy asked if you could ask a question. Yes, uh, drop your question in the question box so I can, I can ask it, or just drop it in the feed so I can see here. Um, uh, what? Uh, oh, Scott, famously, Quincy? Your mustache, LOL. Sorry, we will talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about maybe I did I mess up on my mustache. Um, okay, I like that, man. So you were talking. You're talking about like your path, your path to getting there. But let's let's kind of flip it a little bit, okay? Because you know how you got there. You understand it, it was a it not only required you doing the work, but it also uh, it also required a lot of individuals who helped you in their own ways along the way, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: either directly or indirectly. What do you feel is a large contributing factor to those who don't make it? Like, why don't most people make it?
1: In the end, you know, like, this is a simple answer, and I'm sure, like, you've touched on this before. It comes down to mentality, because even when I think back into certain situations where... I may have gotten lucky or something like that, but it was my mentality that put me into those spots to be successful because like my sophomore year or say my freshman year of high school, I, you know, I was um, training for soccer, play, playing soccer and everything like that. And there was, there's was one more guy from our community back home in Connecticut. Um, Johan Smith he he played over in England and a bunch of teams in Europe and even in in the MLS for a bit but he was at the field training and just because I had that mentality and curiosity to get better you know I go up to him and I'm just like asking him questions trying to figure out who he is you know um, what is he training for and just like that I was connected to him whereas you know, I had other friends who probably weren't as interested to go meet this guy or speak to him and see what he's about. And in the long run now, I was able to end up starting to train with Johan. I got advice from Johan. And even he even connected me with uh the school called Watkinson, where we were just on the own thing the other day with them, and that's how I ended up there. So it was my mentality that got me to that position. You know what I mean? Because I wanted to get better. I was curious and just breaking out of that fear to go see who's this guy right here. And then when you think about it, everything leads to a next. Watkinson led to another thing to me going to college and everything like that. So I think it comes down to the mentality.
0: Okay. I love that. So let's we're <clears throat> I wanna I wanna break that down into bite sized chunks. Alex he said, Quincy, can I ask a question or not? Yes you can. Sue. One. You've asked two questions. You asked if you could ask a question once, then you asked if you could ask a question again. So you already got two questions. <laughs>
1: That's you, can thir-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can have a third, but I want you to drop drop what your question is, so I can make sure to ask Rashawn here, um, or if you're if you guys are. Oh, there we go. Sorry, I've got the um, those who are in attendance um, should be able to drop their questions in the question boxes or well As well too. So we're. Sean, as you can see, we're dialing in on the, the new Zoom, Zoom approach and all the new bells and whistles that we've got, and interacting and making sure we're uh, managing all of it. Great. But OK, yeah, Alexi, um drop that in there, and I'll ask it as soon as you, you drop it in uh, the chat. But OK. OK. OK, so mentality, right? And now I'm thinking about I'm thinking about your approach. And for me, what I've realized is okay. So let's see what we got here. Got it. Okay, so this is great. So Lynette, I think Daniel uh, is a panelist. She's over here on Zoom. Um, uh over here on zoom ask a question and i'll, I'll ask that because i think it'll be a good transition from what i've got right here so yeah if you guys are wanting to ask some questions specifically hop on over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash zoom so you can add it in the, the chat box and i'll be able to see it and we'll continue to let everybody uh, engage in the community over here on the side uh, what's going on san jose memes welcome um okay So I'm I'm thinking through your whole process and where you were at and how you got there and what it was and mentality. I agree. I agree. And and that's what we really talk about here. But I think curiosity is the key there, right? An openness to figure something out and a willingness to put yourself out there, right? right? You care, you care more to understand than you care to look stupid. Or to be dumb, or to be wrong. Right, okay. and that is a that is a trait that I believe is extremely valuable if harnessed in the right way over uh, over the long term. And I, I believe you're very you're a very humble individual, right? are you're, you're, and I and I believe that serves you very well. And I can see, and I, I, okay, so in terms of open book, I believe you're an open book just as I am, right? And right. For me, I can see the times at which my confidence comes off as cocky, right? Right. At the wrong times, at the wrong times. And by wrong times, that means with the people who can make decisions that can remove you from the position that you're in. Right. Okay. And that means to learn how to maintain your position, you've got to learn a lot of lessons the hard way. But to the point we've talked about, if you have the right mentality, which is rooted in curiosity, you can always figure out how you got removed, whether it was something you had did wrong or something you didn't, you weren't yet prepared for or couldn't be prepared for. Right. Right. Okay. So, so really dialing in on that, what do you believe you're curious and you want to figure it out? Why? Why do you want to figure it out? Why aren't you approaching it like everyone else who goes, ah, you know, maybe he's busy. I don't want to bother him. Like, or I don't care, or I'll look dumb or whatever. What, What is that? What's that motivation? Why, why does that not stop you? where it stops most other people
1: right you know i feel like it's just the constant quest of trying to be the best version of yourself so you're always finding new ways because if you really think about it when when we're younger and say you're in school you know you're always introduced to new ideas and things like that from your teachers your classes the things you read and all of that but as you become older all of these things that you have learned whether it's in school or outside of school you just kind of or some people's as kind of you know go with that and that's all they know but that constant like search of trying to become a better version of yourself and constantly change for the better automatics automatically kind of gives you that curiosity to you know what happens if i try this type of thing you know what i mean or if i learn about this how does that help me Going forward, type of thing.
0: Okay, no. I, okay, I like, I like that, man. I I really do. And um. Uh, yeah, no, I like that. So let's uh. So let's see what. With Lynette had asked. She said, "Hey, miss. Um, hey, I miss shooting, watching you both. Um, oh, I think Lynette is uh the photographer for Las Vegas Lights, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what's going on, Lynette? Welcome, welcome. Uh, happy to see you uh, in, uh, in the, uh, in the attendees in the audience, she said, uh, my question is you both have such a fantastic support system with positive family around you. What advice would you give to a young player who doesn't have the same situation?
1: Well, my advice for them would be to, you know, just continue believing in yourself, continue believing in yourself and continue trying to become better because if you constantly put in the work, eventually someone will see it, someone who can help you type of thing. But it is it is very difficult for, um, you know, kids or anyone who don't have a strong family support system. And I don't undermine that by any mean, but what I would say is just constantly believing in yourself and you know, making connections, finding a mentor, maybe even if it's someone who was once in your position before and made it to, you know, to their goals and see how you can implement the things that they did on their journey to help you on yours.
0: Love that. And I'll leave it. I'll kind of like I'll piggyback on that in terms of a, cu- a couple of ways of attacking it. So I just dropped the link perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS. That is the three S's of self-awareness talk I did at um, Bill Hamid's camp. Um, Bill Hamid's camp, and that's where we talk about the the first three steps of the AmeriCorps process, right? Self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability, um, and the MSL mentality mindset is a way in which you can build the mentality you need to get out of any environment or situation you might find yourself in. So Lynette was talking about an environment where uh, someone does not have that family, that support system, that positive outside external environment. Well, you can and you have the ability to build a positive internal environment, right? That external environment will try to tear you down. That external environment will tell you you're not good enough. It's not worth trying. Don't even bother. But to uh, Rashawn's point, you must maintain belief in yourself. But more importantly, you must remain committed and consistent to doing the work necessary so you can eventually make your way into a better environment or circumstance. And that will only happen over time with consistency because you never know who will eventually be able to see you, where you're at and what you're doing, and be able to create a, a way to help you in your situation or circumstance, right? And if you're not remaining consistent, you're not allowing those who could help the opportunity to help which will only maintain the negative environment that you're in. So uh, I say that uh, to not say that I, it is difficult. It is hard with or without a family and support system. But what I can express to you is if you can figure out and believe in this and commit to it and you don't have a support system and you don't have family, you have an even greater advantage over those who do have the support system and family. So uh, we've I've talked about it in previous episodes, your, your greatest, uh, your make your weakness, your strength, and it can become your strength over time and your strength can become your weakness. Um, that's the, that's the ebb and flow of it, but uh, that's a, that's a great question. And, and that's hopefully uh, the framework for the mentality. So you can maintain that consistency because it is hard to do. It's a, it's a practice, right? It takes time, just like getting to the professional level takes practice and time. Um, But also, we we really want to do our best to figure out a way to remove any excuse as to why we cannot accomplish our goals. This conversation Rashawn and I are having right now is a conversation rooted in experience, right? right, that people have unlimited free access to. Mm -hmm. So even someone with no support system, no family, no friends, this conversation that they have access to is greater access to any information I ever had over the course of my career (laughs) playing (laughs) professional football, soccer. Right. And uh, yeah, I kind of want to tie that. I love that question. It's a great question. And I want to tie that into what you what you had uh, discussed in terms of your curiosity and your willingness to just ask questions and engage with uh, with the, that player. What was that player's name again?
1: uh Johan Smith.
0: Okay, Johan Smith. All right, and it makes me realize. It makes me realize that that's the same approach I take with my teammates as well, too. Right. So when I was with uh, DC, right. I, I had never watched, uh, I'd never watched Wayne play soccer before, right? Like I've been focused on, you know, playing the game because I love it, like figuring it out in the moment and then working on my businesses and stuff off the field, right? Mm-hmm. But when I see players who are doing things I've never seen before, I'm curious. I want to learn, right? So right. I've never taken a free kick in my professional career. I don't think, yeah, I think that's an actual fact, right? Like I've never stepped up and taken a free kick in my professional career. Mm -hmm. but I see Wayne and Lucho taking free kicks every day, like from the first, from the very first training. And the first thing I do is I come up and now I'm going to go and look and find pictures and see if there's video training stuff on this. I'm sitting a foot from the ball like this, (laughs) this close while Wayne and Lucho are shooting. Right. I want to see where, what part of their foot is hitting the ball and where and how. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing that with everybody. Like at what point in time will you ever have access to watch and ask questions and to do that? Yeah. Maybe I look dumb. Maybe I look stupid. Maybe people say you're never going to take a free kick, but Hey, what if something happens on the field and there's a situation and an opportunity and I get my chance. I know that history, this last 10 years of my career has told me I'm never going to take a free kick, but I have to be prepared for anything. And to, to your point, being Optimistic, but also willing to do the work to be prepared for if and when your chance comes because it might only come once and you don't want to regret having not been prepared once that time comes. Right. Okay. And I, I, uh, when I think about the fact that you're 24, right, Mm -hmm. and you already have this level of, this level of, of understanding of the game, of yourself, more importantly of yourself. I won't even say of the game. I just say of yourself, which is a game in itself, right? right. And, and a willingness to dedicate and commit to the things necessary to improve and cre- create and become the best version of yourself possible. That's where I can see great potential and great growth. And I'm and I'm um I'm appreciative of just, you know, our, the time we had together at Las Vegas and, and it's almost, it's almost make me realize in the moment. So you're hearing me think through this stuff in like real time, right? Like, so like, oh, okay. Um, this is a new experience for me as well too. I'm not going into having conversations with you while at Las Vegas thinking, oh, we're going to Connect again in the future, and we're gonna we're gonna be sharing on these platforms and and teaching from from this perspective and getting connected with you through Watkinson high school and then
1: Wait.
0: <laughs> yeah okay wow yeah, so now i'm so I'm making those connections right <laughs> okay so oh wow, that's amazing that's really cool man that's really cool
1: it's crazy how it works and how you know like. When you really think about it too like you started playing a sport when you were a kid i started playing the sport where when i was a kid and then eventually those paths meet and till now we're here on this zoom talking to the next generation of players that's looking to be on their journeys so it's yeah. it's amazing when you really put it in perspective like that
0: bro amazing and it's and And this is why I love speaking to the idea of the truth is true, whether you believe it or not. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't like my approach. They don't necessarily like how I share information or how I teach. Right. But experience is a, is a great teacher. And I'm speaking from experience. So either what I'm saying is there's some type of truth to it. And you'll learn that for yourself at some point in time in the future, or you'll figure out a way in which you don't have to. Either way, it's a win-win for you and the next generation. But what I, I tend to make sure I'm always being the, you know, the bearer of bad news, right? The bad guy. Right. Is what I say, just because you can skip an experience doesn't mean it's setting your future self up for success.
1: That's very true because you know well two things the first thing is just to go back a little bit about something that you said that resonated with me was about making your strength your weakness well making your weaknesses your strength and how someone's strength can even be their weakness because because you're so focused on your strength you're blinded from your weakness and i was reading a book um it wasn't the bible but they had a story about david and goliath in there And it was just talking about how, you know, Goliath was this big, giant guy, and he thought no one can beat him because he was expecting hand-to-hand combat type thing. He was expecting to be rustling and tussling, but this small kid, David, came up and had a sling, and he wasn't prepared for that. And, you know, because he was so blinded by his strength, that's how he was defeated type thing. So I feel like, you know that just kind of put in perspective how you can, one, if you're say – you, say you're in a game and you're playing against a team that's more talented than you or you're competing against someone who have a better family situation than you, more money than you, better equipment than you, whatever the case may be, is wherever you're gaining something, chances are you're losing something as well. And if you have that mentality where you can – you know you can recognize that have that self-awareness to recognize that then you can take advantage of that and still thrive to be whatever it is you want to be in life
0: okay I li- okay i love this because we're really getting <laughs> deep into the philosophy of the game right and right. and preparing ourselves for whatever the future game requires and mm. i think that comes with sacrifice So what you're saying to me resonates with sacrifice is a requirement, it's mandatory. You are going to sacrifice whether you want to or not. What are you sacrificing and for what is the greatest question I think you need to answer as a player to be able to even have a chance to get to a very high level let alone the professional level right right the way in which i've chosen to go about deciding how and what i sacrifice and when right yeah at first starts with comparing to your peers right like okay well if All my peers spend one hour a week getting better. I'll spend 10. Right. Right. And then I'll do that for, if I think they'll spend out one hour a week for two months, then I'm going to spend 10 a week for six months. And then I'll spend time looking at kind of the results. Similar to what you said earlier with regard to let me try something. Let's see what this Let's see where this goes. Let's see what happens. Right. That's creativity. That's sacrifice. It's little sacrifices. Right. But we're talking about strategic sacrifices. Okay. If you've got the one thing that we all have, whether you're in a good family, a bad family, money, no money, whatever. We all have the same number of hours in the day as a human being. Right How much of your time is already allocated to other things? Okay, that's where the first level of like separation happens, right? Maybe you're, you're, in a, you're in a difficult situation in your family and 12 hours of your day is dedicated to just making money for your family to survive. Okay, you have half as much time as the person who has uh, those resources, right? But that person who has those resources, are they spending their 12 hours Dedicate focus to beating you at what you're talking about chances are no no
1: they're not
0: right and do they have the same motivation as you to accomplish the same goal or is their comfort and their money and their support is that something that's actually their weakness is that their are they david in your uh in your story Mm -hmm. right how or sorry are they yeah are they goliath Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. Sorry. Are they Goliath? And are you David? Okay. Maybe you only have one hour a day and everyone else has 24. How can you be, how can you be the slingshot? How can you be so good at that one hour that that quality time is worth way more than someone else's 23? Right. Okay. And that was my approach in developing a process of thinking to be able to maximize my time in the future.
1: So my question for you is, or, well, yeah, my question for you is do you believe that it is important for players then, or just people in general to have a very clear idea of what their goals are? Because I feel like, you know, if it gets to that point where you're playing the game now of sacrificing, what am I sacrificing and for what? Where do you find that balance where, you know, you want to get your goal, but you know that if you're working five hours, maybe someone is working six hours. How do you find that balance where you don't drive yourself crazy trying to always outdo the opponent? Uh Okay,
0: okay, okay. So I'm going to reset a couple of a couple of things, right? Mm-hmm. What I talk a lot about on the platform is you don't find balance; you find the extremes, and when you find the extremes, then you know where balance is. Okay. You have to go crazy. hmm Because if you've never been crazy, you don't have the experience you need to understand what balance is.
1: Wow, I love that. I love that you said that because I, I felt that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And most people aren't willing to go there. That's why most people won't accomplish what they say. That's why most people talk and few people execute.
1: Right. And your exp okay. <laughs> I got you now. Your experiences from 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 going crazy and putting in all of that, which is in a way is almost like survival mode. But your experiences from that now, you can bring those together and organize them in a way where now you can have a life of balance, but still do everything that you need to do to stay above the competition and to continue to grow and get better.
0: Exactly. And what I realize and understand is, (laughs) this is funny because... You're seeing me come to realizations and learning for the first time, but you're younger than me, right? Mm -hmm. Because my approach was in the old system seen as very negative, terrible, horrible, branded as a, you know, dumb athlete, you know, it was not positive but because of that experience, I was able to gain the level of understanding and knowledge I have now and the ability to communicate these lessons to those who are coming after me. Right who will eventually run into the old system at some point in time in their career. And when mm-hmm. they do, here are the tools, lessons, and resources that you can utilize to not have to spend maybe four years in crazy space Maybe you only have to spend four hours or four months, or maybe you've got to spend four years. That's where I'll say, I don't know. What I do know is what I've learned from experience. And what COVID taught me was, uh what COVID taught me was, how much work I was actually doing relative to my peers when I couldn't actually see what they were doing. So that's why mm-hmm. I said, you go crazy because I can't see the work they're doing. Cause I'm not comparing myself to them after. Oh, okay. So no, this is good. Cause you'd asked me the question. And I said, when you start out, you start out comparing yourself to others. So I told you what my approach was from the beginning. Right. They do, if they do one, I do 10. If they do two months, I do six. You got to start somewhere. Because right. you, you ask the question, is it important that you know what your goal is and you write it down? I say, no, not really. <laughs> not per- you know what I mean? Not personally.
1: Uh-huh. You
0: just that you want, you want better for yourself and your family. So whatever your why is. For me, my why was I want to have all the tools, resources, and time Available to me to invest in my future son. Word. That was my why back at nine years old. So in the moment, and we talked about here, needing to have multiple ideas and be, it's a contradiction to yourself here right now in this moment, but right. Right. I know I'm nine, 12, and I don't have a son yet. But if I'm making decisions as if my son Is in on my mind while I'm making the decision, I'm approaching it with a different level of thoughtfulness and care than I would be otherwise. I didn't know that at the time. Mm -hmm. I understand that now because of COVID, right? My assumption was everyone else was getting to higher levels because they were outworking me. Right? They knew something I didn't know. So I had to know more. I have to learn more. I have to research more. I've got to learn social media. I've got to learn, I've got to learn website development. I've got to learn uh, representation. I've got to learn how to read contracts. I've got, you know what I'm saying? I've got to learn how to better speak to people. I've got to learn when to be quiet. I got to learn when to talk more, right? Like all of those things, um, those were all things because once I broke away from my competition, I was in crazy space, but I didn't know that, right? So then I had to create a game. It's what I talk about here the MSL, uh, 4D mental game of 4D chess, where they're either an active participant or you're steady getting played, right? Like, right. okay, so if you're playing against yourself, how do you create a 4D game of chess to, keep your, to hold yourself accountable to the goals and things you're saying you want to accomplish? That's where I say you should be your only competition when you start out. Okay. You can compare yourself to others, but then as soon as you've elevated, then who's your competition. Right. Should be who you were yesterday.
1: Hmm.
0: Right. So now I love that those questions and what you're talking about and kind of the experiences you're sharing, right? Like that allows me an opportunity to share with you the experiences that I've learned from growing up in a different system than we're Actively rebuilding right now, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect soccer platform. We're doing that. We're we're we're, we're building the infrastructure for, to disrupt the pay-to-play model and make access and 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 uh, access to the game both on and off the field available to everyone, right?
1: That's doing true. that
0: work with BPC now. BPC exists. That didn't exist when I was, you know, for a majority of my entire career, right? I'm a free agent and Hey, we'll still see where I'm landing next. Right. Like we still go and let the dream, 10 more years Rashawn. 10 more years. Let's go, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, man, those are the things that I'm excited about and you can see that on me here now because it's also, I'm getting to see it Uh manifest and happen. Right. So I'm going like to your point, Hey, I'm here to remind kids, please do not take this for granted. These platforms, (laughs) this access, these conversations, these lessons were earned over long durations of time. People put a lot of time, effort, and energy into them. And just like I had said a little bit earlier, is you can leapfrog based on your knowledge or understanding, but there's still fundamental truths. Fundamental truths. And one of those is like, you've got to be fit. You've got to take care of yourself and your body. Maybe you know all the answers. You know exactly what to do. You skate through the first six months of the season. You cut corners. But then you get clobbered by Rashawn, who's just every day.
1: Can't cheat the game.
0: Can't cheat it. You can't cheat. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can't, it's going to catch you eventually. And the old mentality, the old legacy system guys could cheat it and get through to the other side. There's too much attention and money coming into soccer now right. to be, to be able to, to cheat the system and get to the other side. Yeah. There's other people. Yeah. Oh, well they, they cheated and they made it. Yep. Yep. Well, they, they got there first. They figured out something that before you and they, they, they hightailed it out of there. Okay. Well, you can you make excuses or are you going to, realize you have an opportunity but now everyone has an opportunity so the 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 survival of the fittest who's the best because that's what everybody says that they want they want the best to rise to the top until they realize that they're not the best then they want to change the rules
1: yeah
0: okay and the msl mentality beats that mentality as well too so don't worry about them Right. Focus on you, focus on what you're doing, you're you're focused on the path that you're on. Right. And, um, at very least you won't regret having given your best, having tried, because most people aren't even willing to come and ask a person a question because they're scared of how it might be perceived or whatever. And, and had they had Rashawn done that. Right. He wouldn't have been connected with who he was connected with. He wouldn't have gone to the schools that he went to, which eventually means uh, we don't eventually meet each other. On the soccer field. And then we meet again because I'm talking to the high school that he went to. Right. Yeah. And now here we are again. So we're just like really building those connections and those stories. So everyone can see that's because you've been consistent. That's because your approach has been the same. It didn't always work in every environment, but working the process over time. Investor, you're an investor, bro, and I like it. I like I like your approach. Sorry, you like it, bringing it together,
1: bro. I love, I love, I love no, it. I love, I love that. And the thing is, too, Quincy. Like, and I really think about it. Like, when I went to my the high school, I went to Walkinson School, right? Okay, that was a. That was a changing point, not just in my soccer career, but in my life. But in terms of soccer, I remember, so I'm coming off of Bloomfield High. And mind you, this is a, this is a public school in Bloomfield, Connecticut, where I grew up. Loved that school. Before, before I got to that school, my brother went to that school. And, you know, the soccer team wasn't always the greatest. But even up to, like, my brother's, like, last two years, they started to go to the playoffs the first time. In history and everything like that. And my community really supported that school, especially like the Jamaican community. We had a bunch of Jamaicans on the team and everything like that. And my sophomore year now, we made a run and won the championship for the first time in school's history. So after that, and then I see one of my friends go off to college to play and everything like that. So after that, my heart is set on like Doomfield. This is where I'm going to do it from. And all of a sudden, this opportunity comes up to go to walkinson and you know like one i was like conflicted with my parents because they were like like definitely this is a private school better education you're going type of thing (laughs) (laughs) so this isn't (laughs) isn't your decision (laughs) right so once i got there now you know and in the moment
0: sorry hold on one second sorry Mm -hmm. so i like this because instagram is now limiting us to an hour so if you want to join in for the rest of Rashawn's story, make sure you guys head over to com slash Zoom and join in to hear the rest. If not, you guys are going to have to wait until you get the replay. And Lynette has another question that we'll get to after this as well too. So I want to make sure to let everybody know um, to head over here. So this is the uh, – extended hours right the extended session so i I appreciate you hanging out with us uh beyond the hour man i I love this um so if you guys want to watch the rest of it make sure you jump over here okay joe said zoom isn't working joe send a message to serena in her personal dms and she'll send you or send me a message in personal dms i'll i'll send you the updated link because maybe you needed to clear your cache on your on your website to get access to it if the zoom link is on the last one But okay, three seconds left on Instagram. I'll see you guys. Um, So, sorry, brother. No, I love this. This is great. Um, Let me put the graphic up because I I like – I want to hear the rest of that. So, like – okay sorry brother uh i've lost i've lost a couple episodes because i didn't take the time to make sure (laughs) that, that i downloaded it before instagram kicked us off so okay you you were you were at the point of you're at the point that uh Watkinson opportunity came about, and your parents were obviously kind of saying like, hey, you're going there because the education piece. And then, yeah.
1: Yeah, so when I got to Watkinson now, you know, the soccer team wasn't the strongest, or like just the league in general, the competition and everything like that wasn't the strongest. And I was coming off of being a center mid at, at Bloomfield High. So once I got to Watkinson now, I had to think to myself, all right, like, um, you know, and I say this in the most humble way possible, Um, a lot, like, I'm above the competition, you know, like, how can I continue to get better for when I do go to my club team so that I can continue on to go playing college and professionally. And, you know, like being there and being on a team now with players who, wasn't as talented, that forced me to start dribbling a lot more, whereas my game used to be one and two touches. So that experience now of having those three months of a high school season where I'm in a great position, the education is good, I'm enjoying school and on the field, I'm basically developing a different skill set every single day, which then changed my whole game. Once I went back to my club team, instead of being a defensive mid player, I started playing higher up the field and higher up the field up to now, you know, I'm a professional player and I'm a forward slash winger and attacking player. And without that situation that at one point seemed like a bad situation, I wouldn't be the player I am today type thing. And, you know, the constant thing was just that mentality of, to get better regardless of the situation that's handed to me.
0: Got it. So what do you think what do you think was how or how long did it take you to buy into that concept like how long were you mad at this situation before you embraced it?
1: Not long to be honest. Not not long. Um Cause you know, I was always enjoying my football. I was enjoying playing. So whenever I played, it was just enjoying it. But it wasn't until after the fact that I realized that, okay, that that's how this situation changed me and changed my game type thing. And then I was even more grateful for it.
0: That's awesome. No, that's dope, man. Um, okay. Let's, okay, so Lynette had asked as well. She said, since you are on a roll I, we've definitely been on a roll, and I appreciate you spending the time here, brother. And, uh, she said, I have been watching Rashawn tackle his sled hill mentality and phys- uh, physicality uh, during COVID and offseason. What advice would he say to players to create their own mountain to climb?
1: Wait, I'm not sure I understand that question fully. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I've been watching Rashawn tackle his sled heel. So can you see?
1: Okay, mentally and physically.
0: Oh, I was Parents Hill.
1: Oh, okay, I think. Okay, she's referring to when I was on Instagram Live sledding uh, when we had a snowstorm up uh, and down my backyard. Okay. okay.
0: She said on the back side of your house. Okay, cool. So context is key, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Said so, uh, yeah. Tackle his sled hill mentality. Okay, during COVID and offseason, what advice would he say to players to create their own mountain to climb? Okay, so like what advice would you give? So obviously you said you had to figure out ways to continue to push yourself while no one was around, right? And right. You don't necessarily know what anybody else is doing but you know that you need to be prepared for whatever potentially might come right mm-hmm. and since you don't have access to playing you're you'll run up the hill with a sled right in the snow right. so like how how uh, okay yeah joe said yo guys i got in. welcome joe i was trying to get my computer up just in case you weren't able to get the link from serena so I'm assuming Serena sorted you out. So shout out Serena for getting that over and uh, people in the future. If the link's not working, clear your cash because uh, we update that weekly. Um, how, so you've been, you've obviously been at the game for a while. You've got your own techniques, your own ways of kind of keeping yourself fit, your own indicators for when you need to do more, maybe do less uh, spend time self-reflecting, spend time pushing yourself. Um, how have in how how have you been approaching trying new things to keep yourself sharp? Right, like let, let me actually let, let me actually actually ask a better like a more concise question because I think uh, someone on the account a couple of weeks ago was saying that like they have no access to the game, right? Like they. They don't have the money to play for a top club. They don't have, you know, let's talk about the person who has access to nothing. In your mind, is there a way in which you cannot play the game but be prepared, but prepare yourself to be ready to play in the game?
1: Mm. Yes, I mean, yeah, you can prepare yourself to be as ready as possible. And, you know, part of that is just uh, during your training, set small goals so that once you're hitting those little goals, you continue to build, build, and all of those will accumulate over time. And then once it's time for the game, you'll be as prepared as you can be. But, you know, like the game is a learning experience in itself. So once you do go into that game, there's things you're going to be learning as you go during those games.
0: All right, so then let's jump let's jump back to our time together in Las Vegas, right so we've gone a lot we've gone a lot we've gone down a lot of the paths on the mentality side. your approach, where you started and how your approach has lend itself to uh more and more opportunities and those opportunities grow into more and more opportunities It's just a compounding effect that's what we've really been discussing about, and I think. Joe, you've been on from the beginning when we talked about linear versus exponential thinking, right? So this is a linear versus exponential approach. And I think your approach only gains increases in value over time because your experiences, the experiences you can draw from only get greater, right? Your bank of experiences. Mm -hmm. So good and bad, that all becomes part of your history. So when you're in a situation... And you need to find a solution, which is what soccer is, always finding creative solutions to the problem that's in front of you on the field, right? Mm. You have more and more tools in your tool belt, in your bag of experiences to pull from, to navigate around the temporary obstacle, because we talk about problems as temporary obstacles here, that stands in your way, right? And if we're looking at the David and Goliath method, okay, this person in front of me might be 10 times faster than me, but where is their greatest strength in their greatest strength? What creates their greatest weakness? And can I be better at their greatest weakness than they are and beat them in that game? So let's not even play the game of speed. Cause why would I do that? Right. I'm, setting, I'm setting myself up for failure. We're here to set ourselves up for success. Okay. So, so when I, when we go back to us on the field in our training And what we're discussing and talking about in Las Vegas, what are what are the things that you are taking away from our time there? So I kind of want to I want to break it up into multiple levels so you can answer however you're wanting and kind of play with it. Right. It's really saying like I want to understand what was the experience and what was the message? What was I from your perspective? What was I focused on? What was I talking to you about? And, and where were we starting at? And then, based on where we are now, and you're you able to look back on that experience being a new person with new experiences and new perspective? How has that changed, if at all? And what do you draw from it now? Is it the same? Is it different? Is it more? Is it less? Right. So I kind of want to. I kind of want to build on it from there. So we can kind of talk about the actual on the field stuff.
1: Well, you know, based on like our experiences and like when you came into Las Vegas, you know, it was us looking at the the game and goals in different ways. And a part of that is, you know, like breaking breaking things down, for example, and it, and it, it's kind of like what you just said. If someone is faster and that's their strength, but you can find their weakness of how to beat them, why would you play that game? And I remember one, one specific thing when we were, after training, we would train together and do finishing. And, you know, like you gave me an idea of picturing that the goal is five yards back. You know, and just like putting that mental picture in my head, naturally I start to hit the ball a little bit harder and, you know, aiming for a certain spot where it's more on target now. And I feel like it's it's those little things, whereas in, the, in a full match, you know, I get a ball in that spot. I'm not going to think to myself, okay, the goal is further back right now, let me kick. But because I've done that so many times in training, naturally I will just pick out that spot and hit it with pace. So one of the biggest things for me coming out there was learning. And I heard you said this earlier, too, about I think you said something about learning how to learn type thing. And, you know, a big part of it is like figuring out new ways how to learn and then how to approach, you know, the game in other ways type thing. And one thing one thing I loved when I saw you came into Vegas too was you know the little mini balls. Uh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But it's it's great though because it's like it helps you become better and learn things quicker because of the mental focus that you have to have on it. Like my experience is of playing with a mini ball is say I'm hitting against the wall. I have to put that much more focus onto the spot on the ball where I want to hit and how hard I want to hit it. And then once the real ball comes to me now it looks even bigger and it's easier to go ahead and just do that without even thinking now, which is what you have to do in in the game. You know, you're going in game speed and you just do it and let your experiences come out and Take care of the rest.
0: Well, okay. So there's a couple things I want to touch on with, with that because I'm impressed, right? Because mm-hmm. we're talking about learning how to learn. Learning how to learn is a skill set, right? And it's a process of listening, active listening. <clears throat> so you brought up something we talked about about an hour ago at the beginning of the call of learning how to learn, right? So I said, Hey, I'm going to do my intro, right? The show intro sets a context as for what our show is, why we talk about the things we do, how we go about it, and how we're going to uh, work together to, to share experiences and improve together because teamwork makes the dream work. Right? So everything is rooted in our, our values and, and, and our approach. But what I want to point out is you caught that and you stored that in the back of your mind, right? So you didn't necessarily know how you intended to use it, but you felt it was worth capturing and holding. And now there's an opportunity that's arised for you to pull from it and then say, okay, well, you had mentioned this, right? Which now shows me you're listening. And I think that's a skill set that is very hard to articulate to other people because as a player, and this is a mistake that I, okay. The reason why I'm pointing this out and bringing attention to it is because this is a mistake that I would make often in the short term. And I'll set context for why I don't believe it's a mistake, right? Mm -hmm. I'm listening, but people can't see that you're listening. The only way they can know you're listening is if you can repeat what they say. Right. That's how I learned to learn. I learned to listen to what everyone was saying because I thought I was wrong about everything. Because if I wasn't, why would everybody tell me I am? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like That's all everybody says. So I believe them. Mm -hmm. So the only way I can show I'm listening is if I can repeat everything you say. And, uh, you know, luckily for me, I developed a process for learning and remembering what everybody is telling me. Right. Right. And being able to repeat it back to the person in the moment. So I'm actively practicing mental strength, right. Mental stamina through these conversations. So, I've been without soccer for a long duration of time, right? I'm in off season in the middle of COVID in the middle of being older in my career, right? Like that would be a situation and circumstance where most people go, it's over, right? It's done. Okay. It could be. And if it is, I'm grateful for my time and I'm I'm happy to have been afforded the opportunity to, to participate for as long as I have. But I also know that I'm fully capable and I'm, better today than I've ever been as a player in my career, right? So then how do you bridge that gap? Well, these conversations is a great way to do multiple things. One, it's a great way to stay mentally sharp. So we're training mentality, stamina, right? Keeping up to date with someone I'm impressed by, and I believe has a lot of upside potential, who I'd love to see be successful over time, right? Yeah. Also, just on a friend level. Hey, just a good time. Then on a next generation level, we're attacking we're we're attacking that as well too. Then yeah. resume building for post career, business networking. So, these are all things we're accomplishing all at the same time in this moment. And enjoying the process and having a good time. So you can work really hard, work really smart, be humble, be arrogant, be confident. Uh, be purposeful all at the same time. It's possible. Right? And mm-hmm. this for me is showing people the way, how you do it. How much do you value it? Why do you value it? Should you value it? Those are questions for you to answer on your own, but that's why I appreciate I appreciate you, your approach. I appreciate you being an open book and willing to share. I appreciate you spending time to even come here and have this conversation to be thoughtful enough to want to share with the next generation being willing to come on on an open open source platform like this you get what i'm saying like on your own time like those are the things that i want to always highlight and point out because i don't believe those things get enough attention the negativity gets the attention right the worst attributes of humanity gets attention because Cause it's captivating. It's entertaining. Right. Mm -hmm. But I want people to see that as entertainment and entertainment is something you should. Entertainment is something that you should uh, approach the same way that you should approach having an unhealthy diet, right? Like entertainment is okay. You can enjoy it, but just like you shouldn't eat cake and ice cream and cookies all day for every meal, most of the information you're eating
1: yeah
0: right shouldn't be purely entertainment unless you're watching something that can be entertaining emotionally and mentally stimulating as right like it's an investment you're investing your time and i very much appreciate you investing your time in our community you're investing your experiences in our community I, th- I see you as a part of the community. I know everybody here who's been in attendance is extremely grateful for for the opportunity to speak with you, man. I um, I just giving you praise, bro. Uh, big ups because I just I'm a I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan.
1: Thank you, bro. I Really appreciate that, and I'm super grateful to be on here too, sharing my experiences and learning as well. You know, so really appreciate that.
0: Awesome, man. Well. I know you've already given us twenty minutes beyond what uh, was already committed so thank you for that is there anything you wanted to uh, let the people know about is there any initiatives projects uh, where to follow you on your accounts like what are you selling what do you because I know you don't do it on your own shamelessly promote plug something what's something you want to sell what's something you're you're passionate about what's something you want to do like speaking into existence bro <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I just, I just, I just want to spread love, um, and just send well wishes to everyone out there, and and blessings, man. And like I said, I'm super grateful for being on here, and everything like that.
0: Awesome, brother. So, uh, what's your? So, you're. I know you're on Instagram. You're on Twitter. Uh, yes, yeah, so
1: my Instagram. What are you, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So my Instagram is the real ruler. Or Rashawn Dali, if you search my name, you can find me there. And on Twitter, it's ruler rula underscore junior. Awesome, brother. Those All right, are my man. Well, your handles.
0: Well you guys heard it. Make sure you guys follow the ruler um, on his journey. And uh yeah, brother, I'll i would love to have you on us sometime again in the future. And I'm 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 hopeful and I believe our 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 paths will cross again uh here soon so uh yeah man thanks again for for stopping by the show I really appreciate it and and we'll be we'll be in touch.
1: All right thank you. Later brother. All right bro um
0: and thank you to everybody who joined in for today's episode. Um, As always we go live every Thursday, 6 p.m PST, 9 p.m. EST on the perfect soccer Instagram account for at least the first hour and then perfectsoccerskills.com slash zoom for the full hour. I appreciate everybody stopping by as always. Joe Jackson said, catch you next week, drop nine in your head emojis. Thanks brother. Appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by and thanks to everybody else who tuned in. Um, Yeah. All right. We'll see everybody next week. As always, I'm in your head later. Thanks brother. you <sharp inhale>